Good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's another glorious day. I hope no one followed my tips at Ascot yesterday because they weren't very good. Uh, Paul, you didn't follow them, did you? No, I'm afraid I didn't. I was too busy. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a pretty good day and I must have been a little bit rough this morning, but uh, there we go. That's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. Anyway, let's uh, get cracking straight into what's going on in the mining sector at the moment. Although I've got to say, uh, talking to a lot of the, the small cap uh, players, particularly the high net worths that have been putting a lot of money into this space recently, they've pretty much all sold up their positions and actually are now just taking the summer off. Um, so okay. I think it's going to be... A, sorry? So they've taken sell in May and go away, seriously? Huh? Uh, more sell in June and go away. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I spoke to a few who regularly put you know millions into these deals and they've said, we've sold every single position, we're now just going away. Come back in September, uh, which is probably the right thing to do at the moment. Um, so, uh, but let's go on to the news today. Let's start. We, we put a little update note on our client uh, PYX Resources, haven't we, today, Paul? Yes, that's right. Uh, the uh, little update in that uh, because the market is so strong for the zircon that they're producing, and particularly uh, with uh, Australia more or less uh, out of the picture to uh, as a supplier at the moment because of the geopolitical issues with China, they're raising their zircon price again. Uh, by $210 US, so that it now for July shipments will cost $1,750 a ton uh, for uh, concentrate uh, of zircon. So uh, that's the third price rise they've done so far this year. Uh, so they're really trying to make hay while the sun shines, as they say in the USA. Uh, well, we say it in the UK as well. Uh, uh, but obviously, we, we're we're bringing PYX resources to London, hopefully fairly soon as well, uh, so that uh, London investors can get involved as well. It's a great, great company, and uh, you know it's in production, generating um, you know revenue, and uh, it's serious market cap. It's about half a billion Aussie dollar market cap, so it's it's one that is very investable in. Uh, going on through, Paul, uh, a little bit of news out on W Resources, wasn't there? Yes, W Resources, that's the aim quoted uh, Spanish uh, uh, tungsten uh, producer. Uh, they have uh, announced that they have successfully completed the construction of a new water dam at the La Peria mine in Spain, and uh, that's specifically to get rid of the uh, excess water that's flowing into the bottom of the pit. Uh, so that they can uh, essentially put the high enough capacity pumps in uh, to uh, drain that water off uh, to a, uh, a reservoir and therefore get access to the higher grade material that they'd uh, like to. They also have a second uh, dam uh, for water uh, in uh, 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 the phase of a project design as well, uh, which they hope will be a permanent uh, solution to this. And they uh, hope to have that design completed by the end of this year. Okay, uh, moving on to lithium. It's kind of a bit of news on lithium. It's a bit of uh, news out on Millennial Lithium, which uh, obviously is a client that uh, we brought uh, the Chinese investor into. Uh, but there's also some quite interesting news I think, out of Gang Feng, isn't there, and what they're doing in, in West Africa. Why don't you just talk through those two, Paul? Yes, first off with Millennial Lithium, that's the uh, TSX-listed Argentina lithium brine developer. Uh, the uh, uh, ministry and courts, uh, after a hearing, uh, have uh, successfully granted to them two more license areas around their Pastos uh, Grandes 
uh, Salar project. Uh, one is to the north and of specific interest to them for infrastructure because it should have, uh, once they put some boreholes into it, fresh water for um, processing uh, water uh, going forward uh, for that deposit if it, as they get a plant built there. The second uh, license is uh, in the base and off to the southwest, uh, the Pozuelos uh, um, uh, Salar, uh, and it's at the north end, so that's more of an exploration story out that way, uh, just to see whether or not there's any lithium to develop over there. And then on the Gan Fang story, that's quite a story actually, uh, Gan Fang entering West Africa here by uh, doing a deal to uh, develop uh, 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 fire ASX listed firefinches gulamina pegmatite lithium project in southern Mali. Uh, over time, Gan Fang is going to invest uh, on the order of $130 million US for a 50% project level interest. And if they come up with the uh, a project uh, debt uh, component uh, for the mine build as well, then they will have 100% uh, offtake for that Gulamina deposit. So uh, a real uh, significant move in the uh, lithium space, I think, for West Africa. Well, this obviously has quite an impact on Iron Ridge, doesn't it? It does, uh, because Gulamina essentially has to ship due south down to uh, the port uh, in Ghana if it, uh, it intends to export concentrates or um, intermediate product, and that will have to more or less pass right by Iron Ridge's uh, Ewoya deposit. Maybe Gangfeng will come in as well and buy Iron Ridge's uh, lithium project as well. Who knows? Uh, they must be looking, um, and I'm sure other people will be looking. So. Uh, it's only a matter of time, as they say. Uh, anything else you want to comment upon this morning, Paul? Yes, I did. Uh, just wanted to mention the last couple of days, copper price has fallen off down to $4.30 a pound, uh, which means that uh, some of those investors uh, are also uh, also on holiday uh, now, uh, having gone away for the summer, it would appear to, to uh, make it lighter on the uh, daily uh, uh, trading volumes, it would appear. I think the Chinese government actually have told uh, companies to stop buying copper and driving the price higher uh, for a while. So that also is probably the effect. Nothing goes up in a straight line forever. Doesn't mean to say that the, the copper rally is over, it just means it's not going up in a straight line forever. Um, OK, uh, there's quite a few other little little bits of news here and there on companies, but we'll skip over those pools. Can we done most of the main things and we'll speak again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. See you then.